This episode is supported by Jace Medical. You may or may not know that in December, drug shortages across the U.S. hit a record high. This is causing severe disruptions in medical treatments, resulting in delays, treatment cancellations, and the unfortunate rationing of vital medications. I know that I have heard in the last few months from multiple mom friends of mine, instances where they have not been able to get medications for themselves or for their children in critical crisis moments. This is so, so scary. I know I've had friends with their kids having seasonal flu cold symptoms, struggling to breathe, and they're at urgent care and unable to get the antibiotics that they need because of these shortages. This is scary stuff. Most notably, one of the short supply antibiotics is amoxicillin, which is commonly used for so many of our children's illnesses. So here's where Jace Medical comes in. They have the Jace case, which is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that are used for the most common and deadly bacterial infections. And you can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your or your children's family's unique needs, like an EpiPen, for example, something that you would never want to be without, would never want to have to run from pharmacy to pharmacy in pursuit of. So if you want to go get these medications and have your antibiotics on supply so that you always have them when you need them in case of an emergency, in case of a disaster, in case of being a, you know, a victim of this drug shortage, Jace Medical will have you covered. All you need to do is go to jacemedical.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code SHAMELESS at jacemedical, J-A-S-E medical.com, jacemedical.com, code SHAMELESS. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community. So be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to One Shameless Thing. I am bringing you this short form podcast, a mini-sode, if you will, as part of a limited mini-series. So if you love this short form content, please let me know by leaving me a review on Apple Podcasts or shooting me a DM on Instagram at Shameless Mom Academy. If you love having a short third episode of the Shameless Mom Academy each week, we might just keep it up. This podcast episode was created with one thing in mind, to give you one thing, just one thing to make today a better day. My purpose is to give you the hope, optimism, and power you need to make today whatever you want to make it, even if life is throwing you one curveball after another. So today we're going to be talking about one shameless thing to release self-doubt. I want to talk to you about what is the one thing that you can do today to release self-doubt if you are in a day or a moment or a season where you hear that inner chatter. And that inner chatter, sometimes it sounds like telling you you're not enough or that someone else is more qualified or that someone else is already doing a better job. I always joke when I'm speaking to corporations, when people think about self-doubt at work, I always talk about how we compare ourselves to Bob in accounting. And we're like, well, Bob in accounting should probably do this because he's been here longer. He's more educated around this topic. He has more experience. Bob in accounting knows all the things. And who am I to 
compete with Bob in accounting. He's been here forever. He knows all the things. So we all have people in our life like this, right? Whether it's at your work, whether it's in you know other community organizations you participate in, whether it's in your family, we can get stuck in our head that like so-and-so has it all figured out and who am I to question them or to try to do the same thing that they're doing or to go after what they're doing. We can get in our own way. This shows up a lot. So whether it is that comparisonitis or whether it is that inner critic that is telling you that you're not enough or that you're not ready or that you're not qualified, how can we release that self-doubt so that you can go after the thing that you want? When we think about releasing self-doubt, it's really important to first recognize where does self-doubt creep in for you and what does that look like and how is it happening in a routine way that maybe you're not aware of. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. With sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends, at Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark-Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast. So I want you to, first of all, be able to identify what does self-doubt look like for you? There's probably some messages that you have on repeat in your head that have maybe been there since you were a very small child that just pop up for you without you even realizing it. These messages can be really insidious. They can be really mean and cruel. They would, they're oftentimes things you would never say to someone else. You wouldn't say them to your child. You wouldn't say them to your best friend. You wouldn't say them to your sister or your brother. These little voices creep in, and if you can't catch them, they keep living there. So when you think about releasing self-doubt, the first thing I want you to do, the one thing I want you to do today is to catch the self-doubt and label it. Catch it and label it and call it out. Once you can catch it and label it and call it out, then you can make a new pattern. It's interesting watching my child be a nail biter and nail picker, we've been really focusing on what are the things that happen before you start picking and trying to catch those things, catch those like little routines and those things that are the impetus for the behavior that you want to stop. 
So how can you recognize that when you see someone else be really successful, all of a sudden self-doubt kicks in for you? Or that when you get fumbly around something, like when you don't do a really great job at something or you feel like you maybe don't know all the answers right away or you make a mistake in in front of someone else, that that's when that self-doubt creeps in. I know for me, the self-doubt creeps in when I feel like I don't have all the language that other people have. So this actually happens not as much as it used to, but it happened a lot when I started doing work in corporations. There's corporate lingo. And sometimes there's corporate lingo that like all corporations use. And then sometimes there's corporate lingo that's part of a corporation that's unique to that corporation all on its own. So I was actually in a training just recently and someone was saying that they work for a corporation. And when you go through onboarding in that corporation, there is eight pages of acronyms that every employee must learn in order to like exist in this ecosystem of this corporate culture. And I'm imagining being a new employee and trying to remember eight pages of acronyms and feeling so overwhelmed and so incompetent, knowing that like, well, everyone else already knows all the acronyms, right? So I've definitely been in situations where I've gone into companies and had a bunch of acronyms being used. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know the secret language. And I don't want to ask because I want to seem really competent when I'm showing up to be a leader and a teacher and a trainer. And I don't want to say like, I don't quite know what that means because it seems like it might discredit like my professionalism or my experience in education. And I always am worried that I'm going to ask about something that's like the one thing that everyone knows, no matter where they've worked at before, that it's not even specific to this corporation, but it's like anyone who's ever had a job should know what that acronym means. And then I'm the one that has to raise my hand and be like, excuse me, but can you tell me what that means? So I know that that's what happens for me. I want to know what happens for you. What's the impetus to self-doubt creeping into your head? Once you can identify that impetus, you can catch yourself. So I have to catch myself all the time. And I can now find myself, when I start to shrink in self-doubt, I'll get really quiet. I will try to talk around things instead of talking about the thing. And I can talk around things really well. And I'll find myself like talking in circles over and over in order to try to kind of prove that like I know a whole bunch of things about a whole bunch of things. But even though I don't know a whole bunch of things about the one thing I'm very confused about. So when I catch myself that myself in those moments, I try to make myself pause and internally check myself to be like, you know what? It's okay to not know all the things. And actually it can build trust with other people when you say, hey, I'm not super clear on XYZ. Can you explain that to me? It can show that you are not a know-it-all, that you are a person who actually will say when you don't know something so that people can trust that you're not just making things up when you don't know things or that you're going to blindly go into something without really knowing what you're talking about first. So it can build trust. It can actually also have other people who are in the same environment be so grateful that like, oh, thank God Sarah asked because I was sitting here wondering the same thing and now I don't have to ask. And people have even come up to me afterwards like, thank you for asking that question. I was wondering the same thing. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. 
So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Co., and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts. So when you find yourself caught in self-doubt, how does it show up for you? What does it look like? And what would it feel like if you could call it out? And what would it look like to call it out? So for me, it is really telling myself, like internally saying like, no one knows all the things. It's okay to not know something. That doesn't mean that you're stupid. It doesn't mean that you're not qualified. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't be here. So that's what it looks like for me. What else can it look like for you when you are in a moment and you want to call out or need to call out your own self-doubt? Maybe for you, it looks like stopping yourself and saying like, hey, don't tell yourself you're not enough because look at all the ways you've proven in the past that that's not true, that you absolutely are enough and that you've gone through all these other hard, weird, awkward, uncomfortable, maybe overwhelming moments and seasons and phases in life. And so you don't ever need to listen to that self-doubt because whatever moment or season you're in right now, you can get through it because you got through all those other hard moments. When that self-doubt gets you caught in comparison or maybe shuts you down or maybe has that inner critic voice that's just like on a loop telling you that you're not enough or you're not capable or not worthy, what are you going to take responsibility for saying to that inner voice, to that self-doubt? What will you tell that voice? How will you call it out? And what's the next thing you'll do after you call it out and catch it? So for me, the next thing is always trying the next thing. So it's asking a question or trying something new or putting myself out there in a new way and being really clear that even if I'm really fumbly and even if I, you know, kind of seem ridiculous or make a fool of myself, that I'm going to do it in a way that I will own it no matter what. And I've gotten really good at doing things in fumbly ways and owning like, well, that was a little bit fumbly. But do you see me trying? And then I can release the self-doubt. Because anyone who's going to be critical of me fumbling when I'm trying something and doing my best isn't a person I want to be around anyways. So whether it is a company, whether it is a family relationship, whether it is someone, some other thing in my community, if someone can't have respect for me fumbling my way through and saying like, oh, geez, that didn't go how I planned. Like I was trying my best, but oh, like not, it didn't turn out awesome. Then I don't need to keep being in that circle. And it's actually can be a huge gift to recognize early on if that's not going to like if that's going to go horribly to be like, oh, thank God I knew that like these are not my people. This is not my community. This is not where I want to show up. This is not where I want to do more work. This is not where I want to invest time and energy. So for you, what is one thing that you can do to release self-doubt today in terms of catching yourself, catching yourself in comparison, catching yourself in that self-doubt with that inner critic voice? And then how will you call it out? And what is the next step you will take? 
as you go about the rest of your day to day, how will you take this one shameless thing and use it to own this day? So go get it. Go release the self-doubt. I'm rooting for you and I am in this with you always. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Lynn, this time of year, parenting can be such a fluster clucks. You've come to the right place. I'm Lynn Lyons, and I've been treating anxious families for over 30 years. I'm Lynn's sister-in-law and co-host Robin Hudson. Join us for Fluster Clucks, a podcast for parents who worry. Wait, that's everybody. Yeah, these last few years have felt like one long anxiety attack for so many. Why do you think parents are always surprised that a podcast about anxiety relates to them, even if no one in their house has an anxiety disorder? Well, worry is human. Everyone does it. And anxiety shows up when we face uncertainty. All the parenting tips you've taught me have been essential. I love to break it down into skills we need to manage worry in our families. We've covered so many topics, depression, burnout, meltdowns, perfectionism. Don't forget scary mothers-in-law. Right, but of course that's not my mother-in-law. Because that's my mother. And a listener. As a psychotherapist, I like to teach parents and kids how to respond to everyday moments in healthy ways. Managing anxiety really can be taught. It really can. And I'll even tell you what to say. We talk about serious stuff, but without being too serious. Anxiety wants everything serious. Anxiety doesn't stand a chance when we're laughing, even about the tough stuff.